Hey, thanks for clicking play. Eric here. Before we get started, a couple updates. Uh, Zach has officially moved to Seattle. Um, <laughs> so uh, we need to figure out how to record remotely. Uh, we're still looking into that. Uh, gotta wait till he gets settled in. Um, I do have plenty of episodes still to put out. Now, the episode you're going to listen to today is part one of a three-parter. Uh, now, it's funny. We originally recorded an episode on Archer Avenue, which is out here in Chicago, and uh, there's ghosts, there's murders, there's a lot of stuff that has happened on Archer Avenue, and we decided we could take uh, certain things and make uh, different episodes and kind of branch off. So, uh, episode one, we actually recorded last. So, uh, if it sounds like it's a little bit out of order, it is... But that's because we recorded episode two first and then decided to branch off. Um, <laughs> so I hope you enjoy uh, these next three episodes. I know this one's a little short, but it's on Resurrection Mary. Uh, it's a popular story, so I'm pretty sure everyone knows the majority of it. Um, but I hope you enjoy. Just southwest of Chicago on Archer Avenue in Justice, Illinois. Across the street from Resurrection Cemetery is a bar called Chet's Melody Lounge. Chet's is a classic. He's so lounge. Lounge? <laughs> We're doing takes today, man. <laughs> Just, Just start over. Okay. I'll keep it rolling. Just southwest of Chicago. Wait, 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 wait. Just southwest of Chicago on Archer Avenue in Justice, Illinois. Across the street from Resurrection Cemetery is a bar called Chet's Melody Lounge. Chet's is a classic roadside tavern with a pool table, a jukebox, a popcorn machine, and a large clientele of bikers. But Chet's has one unusual tradition every Sunday. The staff leaves a Bloody Mary at the end of the bar for a ghost. The ghost's name is Resurrection Mary. And she has haunted this stretch of Archer since the 1930s, when she picked up young men dancing on the big bands at the O. Henry Ballroom. That was good. I yeah. like that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I do what I can. See, I thought I always did an episode on Resurrection Mary, and apparently I never did. Oh, well, we're doing one now, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you primarily took the notes. Uh, I did. Um, it's a lot of snippets, but... We uh we've we've done a little bit of this here and there on uh, Resurrection Mary, but I don't think we dive deep. We had like a, a lot. Spot, of, we've never done a spotlight on it. Never done a spotlight on it, and that's what we're gonna do today. So Resurrection Mary, what is she? Who she be? Where she be? Well, before we dive in, first of all, I'm Eric. I'm Zach, and welcome to the Totally Wong Podcast. <laughs> now let's start off with where she be. Where she be, Eric? Uh, well, Resurrection Mary. Well, you already said where she is. Yeah, I know, but like, let's <laughs> and do... And that, like, beautiful monologue you well, did. Well, let's do, like, a like a thing, because nobody's paying attention to what I was saying. They were just paying attention to how I was saying it. <laughs> so, Resurrection Mary is your classic, typical uh, woman in white ghost story. Roadside pickup, uh, hitchhiker ghost, that you, if you will. You pick her up, she disappears. Now, um... Interesting things about Mary is that she's been around since the th- early 30s. I oh, yeah. Say. she She's pretty much Chicago's ghost mascot. Uh, now, this happens 
to, to take place in Justice, Illinois, on Archer Avenue. Uh, now, I'm not going to say where specifically I live, but that's a 10-minute drive. Oh, yeah, easily 10-minute drive. And anybody who lives in the Chicago area knows exactly where it is. Yeah, I don't think I know anyone who doesn't know of Resurrection Mary. It's, in, it's even in rap songs. There's uh, a lot of rap artists from uh, Chicago who use Res Mary. That's her name, or Rez. <laughs> that's her that, that's her street name that's her i mean yeah i mean <laughs> especially if, if you got a if you got a feather and a strong be like hey rosemary over here at the cemetery but you oh damn that's not bad actually I'll, I'll, <laughs> don't steal any of my lyrics <laughs> zach's gonna make a soundcloud now <laughs> the z green machine <laughs> hey that's my nickname that's my that's my uh that's hey that's my that's my instagram tag now, uh, the earliest claims go back to the 30s, correct? Uh, I believe the first one is going to be 1939. Now, I have never seen Archer Avenue back in the 30s, but I do know it was like far open land. It, yeah, it's it's it was it used to be farmland. It's almost not, like now the area over there is more like I want to say maybe industrial. Uh, industrial on, on the industrial side, I feel more, like a little bit more industrial. There's a lot of uh, warehouses and stuff like that all around, up and down there. Yeah, it's a lot more crowded than what it used to be. Oh, for sure, a lot more busier for sure. But the roadside, I'd say the roadsides, I'd still say are a little bit like more your classic like back in the '40s. It's just a big patch of green, maybe a little brown grass, and mm-hmm. then there's just road. Now, the and one, like there's forest or whatever business is over. No, the there. one thing I, that that you can easily tell a resurrection cemetery is when you're going down Archer, it's almost like a triangle, like where it splits. Yeah. So you can drive on both sides of the cemetery, and then when you're because you have to go, well, I go south. Yeah. So when you're looking at it, it comes to like a point. Yeah. And then you can go, you know, keep driving down Archer. Or you can make a left and go down the other side of the cemetery, which I've never done, but hmm. I don't even know what street that is. It might be 95th. I'm not sure. I think it is 95th. I can't. It's like, because uh, that's, that's getting close to where the ghost light is. 95th is over there somewhere. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm not a, a GPS. <laughs> Neither am I. But um, Mary's been around for a long time. She's, um, most of the stories start off where uh, most of the stories are the classic hitchhiker stories. They see a woman in white dress. They see her on the side of the road. They pick her up. She tells her the. She tells them their her address. Then she has them stop at the cemetery, and she disappears. She usually uh, a lot of the, some of the stories is she just disappears when they drive in front of the cemetery. Um, but generally speaking, that's uh, it's believed that's where she's buried. So uh, a lot of people don't know her actual name there's two different people they think right you're right they used to think it was two different people who it could have been mary okay i'm gonna pronounce it wrong because i'm I, is it brigoli or brigovi because i think one of those is an italian singer <laughs> uh brigoli danielle brigoli is uh catch me outside girl no i'm thinking of, who's who's the guy who sings that pasta song remember the old pasta commercials the pasta sauce and yeah what is who is that and andrea you, I have no idea. Oh, Batelli. Batelli. Never mind. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, People but, are probably turning this off already. Um, they think that because when uh, the address and a lot of the stories, the address that she gives is uh, the old back of the yards neighborhood. And uh, there was a, at that address, there's a girl. There are two girls named Mary who lived in that area. So that's who they think it is. They think it's a Mary. They don't know which Mary it is. 
Um, the story, however, people do know. Uh, they never know her name, but they there is a girl who was a hit and run. I did find this out. Um, they know exactly who she was. She would. She was a regular at the. Uh, she was a regular at the Old Henry Ballroom, which was named after the candy bar, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which was then renamed to the Willowbrook Ballroom, which is sadly no longer there. Yeah, they tore that shit down. Well, it it caught on fire. Yeah, which was sad. I've been there. It's a nice place. Yeah, it's spooky though. Uh, you can't. You I know. went there for a, a UFC fight. Oh, that's right, you did. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's spooky. So, um, uh, the story goes that she would uh, often go to the uh, ballroom. She'd be seen there a lot. She'd be dancing with some strangers. She never really had a permanent dance partner. It seems like uh, she's the usual young girl trying to find her boyfriend, trying to find the significant other she wants. You know, you go, and it's the usual thing. You go back in the day, you go, go to the dance hall, you meet a girl. Next thing you know, you're stuck with her forever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, she, you know, she danced with different different guys every night. She's she's, uh, she's reported to be a pretty good dancer. But um, she finally did find a more permanent boyfriend one, uh, one evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how the story goes. They danced for a while. They actually ended up hanging out and dancing a lot later than she normally would. And so her friend had left her and she then needed to. So this is the, the actual, this like, is the actual story. story. Okay. Cause her, so, okay. Continue. So she, her friend had left her and the guy, uh, lived pretty much in the other direction is this is what the story says. So she decided she was going to walk home. She thought she could walk home. She's not going to be able to do. Dude, that's a, that's a track. That's, that's a journey. Oh, dude. that's a journey. So then what happened is they think that right, right before the cemetery, she'd started hitchhiking and a hit and run driver jumped the curve and took her out. So she was actually buried in uh let's see. What did I put down here? I think she was buried in 1930, sometime before 1939. The first sighting, I believe, uh, is with uh, Jerry Palace. The first story okay. we ever get. I was going to ask if you got his name because I I always forget his name. I, I knew it was Jerry something. Yeah, he was on. I I remember this because uh, it was on Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. There's not there's nothing more exciting when there's a case on Unsolved Mysteries that's. Right by your house. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like a murder, then it sucks at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, oh no. But it's a ghost story, so I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's not going to affect me. A ghost ain't going to come to my house. She's like on the street. This stupid little, hold on, this little, we have like a little hover toy uh, on our desk, and for some reason it got glitter all over my hand, and now I feel like I have glitter on my face. I probably look like a freaking Twilight vampire. You're glowing, Eric. I can't go into the sun. Oh, God. The worst. The worst. All right. <laughs> Back to... Uh, I don't I don't want to get into this. I yeah. don't want to get into my Twilight logic problem. So anyway... <laughs> Back to Jerry. So um, the first story is from Jerry Palace. So in 1939, he was, I believe, at either the O. Henry Ballroom or the Liberty Grove and Hall, which is in that same area. That's another dance hall that's over there. Well, Unsolved Mysteries kind of set it up as the Willowbrook, because they filmed it. Should we just call it the Willowbrook? The Willowbrook Ballroom. I believe, did it change name after it was the O'Henry, and before it became the Willowbrook Ballroom? Uh, I'm not sure. Because it, I, 
I I want to say it probably did because when I saw uh, when I did look it up, I looked up the Liberty Hall. It said this one story said Liberty Hall, and it's the only one that had his name in the year. And I'm like, okay, but then you know, looked up Liberty Hall and Grove. And I think it, I think it might have been. I think it just changed names before it became Willowbrook Ball. Yeah, and that's that's what they, I, they filmed that episode of Unsolved Mysteries yeah, at, at the Willowbrook. Because, I mean, I've been there, so I knew. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, there it is. This so, um, Jerry met a very pretty young woman. He danced the night away. They even shared a nice, pleasant, like sweet little kiss, and um, you know, they. One thing led to another, and he's like, it's late. Uh, he offered to give her a ride. Mm-hmm. So he started driving her, offered uh, his head was turned just for a moment right before the cemetery. He started passing the cemetery, and she disappeared. He's, I think it's an Indian. Did she run out to it? Mm, that's that's the later story. So the next most prominent story is that the guy was out doing her a dance. I, no one has his name. But his next, the next story was, I was giving this girl a dance. We were dancing the night away. I offer a curse. Being a gentleman, they are. They offer her rights. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has them stop at the cemetery. And then she says, you can't come with me, though. And then she walks across the street and disappears right before the cemetery gate. You're, one of the things about Resurrection Mary that scares me the most is that the fact that She's a ghost that's there, but I've heard many stories that she just runs out in front of cars. Yeah. And that ain't fucking cool. No, it's not. Uh, you know, and it's interesting. A lot of it's her story is a little bit different than a lot of ghost stories because she has different behaviors in a lot of the stories. But the similar thing is that she either is at the ballroom. She's dancing. Or she's walking along. Or she's Archer. walking along Archer. She's hitchhiking. Or some guys... Some and it's always it's always men who see her. Women never see her, if I recall, or very rarely do they see now, her. Now I know there's two different people who they believe it could be. Now one of them is Mary Bragovi. Yeah. But from my understanding, she was a brunette, and yeah. Resurrection Mary is described with blonde hair. Blonde hair. And then I forgot the name of the other girl. It's another Mary. I don't know if she was a Mary. No, I think her name was like Nicole or Nikki. Mm. This is what I heard. I heard it on another podcast. And um, well, shout gonna... out Morbid Podcast. Uh, I was going to say it was a ghostly podcast. No. <laughs> no. I don't know, it might have been ghostly podcast, too. I they, listen, I I listen that, to both. I just saw that there was an episode on when I was yeah. looking it up for our, for our ad. We're going to be on an ad. Shout out to both ghostly podcast and Morbid Podcast. Dope podcast. Uh, but I want to say her name, the girl's name might have been like Nikki or Nicole. It was a little girl who... Was temporarily buried at Resurrection. Okay. While she waited for another plot to open up at like another cemetery, and then mm-hmm. they moved her. But then she was described as being like twelve or thirteen. So I don't. That's not gonna work. Because her the Resurrection Mary story is she's old enough to be out and about on her own. She's got to be like not in her twenties, but not in her like teenage high school. I know age. taxi drivers have said they that. She's pulled in and asked to go to Chet's Melody Lounge to use the phone and never comes out. Yeah. To where now they leave uh, Bloody Mary. I don't That's, know if they still do it now. But. Uh, I believe they do. It's just a tradition that she got that they do it. Uh, I was about to bring up the fact that she gets dropped off at Chet's Melody Lounge. That's why they leave something out for her. So, um, fun fact, before I believe before the 80s, the drinking age was 18 in Illinois. Really? Yes, it was. Twenty-one didn't start until 
I want to say the eight, like the seventies or eighties as the drinking age, because there's stories of my mom. My mom has stories of going out and just having, going, getting drinks. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. I don't want to touch base on another no, no. topic, but I know that uh, the Black Dahlia, uh, Elizabeth Short, the only way they were able to identify her is because she had a police record from New York for underage drinking when she huh. was, when, and I, th- I want to say she might have been like 16 or 17 at that point. In Illinois, the age was raised to 21 in 1980. Really? Wow. And it was put into effect for the U.S. in 1984. Now, for the Black Dahlia, it might be different because, you know, state, well, state she laws... she was 16, I, I guess she probably was underage. Yeah. And and not just that, you have to remember, too, that uh, different states had different ordinances at different times. So, like, certain states, like Nevada, had, like, a drinking age of, like, probably, like, 16. Like, their disgusting consent, <laughs> consent age is 16. And then Ew, it was... it? Yeah. It's gross. Hashtag never moved to Nevada. Yeah, never. Don't do it. It's <laughs> nasty over there. Go go there for Vegas and, and you know, leave whatever happens. Le- le- uh, live your hangover. <laughs> yeah, live your hangover moment. adventure. Yeah. We're, 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 really, we're living the hangover. <laughs> Bachelor party hangover style. Yeah, no, it's, um, don't go. <laughs> we, our group of friends should never go because we're all Alan. <laughs> yeah, we're all Alan. Without the roofies. <laughs> oh, God, never the roofies. No. That's disturbing. <laughs> We're all just dorks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in, in 1980, the drinking age was raised to 21. So the teenage description of her can fit, and the Bloody Mary thing can fit, only because she's not, If even if she's not 21, she's definitely there before the 80s. <laughs> I just want to know where it's, like, I, there's... I want to know who was the first person to see. And now, one of the things I always found interesting is someone saw uh, her grabbing the bars of the cemetery. Hmm. And when the, the driver got up to the car, he saw handprints really? in, in the bars. Now, the cemetery played it off as uh, a truck doing work there, backed up into it, bent the bars. And the welder was trying to fix it left the handprints interestingly enough recently in the last few years they replaced that part of the fence and i think it's still bent though that's not this it's not bent but what you can see is where they've put in new new part uh, they replaced that part of the bar it's the width of a hand right it, it's just like that certain area that's they cut that a, certain area they cut it out and, welded and it, it is in. it is the exact same size as at least at least a, a normal hand. I think it's still partially bent outwards. Though. It might be. I don't know. They, if I've, I haven't been there in a hot minute. I haven't been there in a hot minute either. But I did just watch a video for the research, and there was a guy who's like, uh, he, who was showing the who was showing the fence, and he showed the part where it's replaced. Is it in the fence or the main gate? It's the main gate. Okay, then I have seen it. Yeah, and he's like, he showed the part, and then he's like, if you look here, it's the size of a hand. It's it's the width of a hand. Mm-hmm. And like. And like, and, and here's the thing, it, businesses always do that where they goof around. I think we talked about that in the, um, in the D and the Denver airport episode. Mm-hmm. If this comes out before or after, who knows? It doesn't really matter. People are going to be like, Oh, what do you say in the Denver airport? Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they play into the joke and they play into the conspiracy. They don't though. But they don't. Resurrection Cemetery is adamant that it's not 
that they're they're not they don't want they don't want anybody coming over for the they lock up early too. They lock up early. I want to say they're they're locked up by like like five or six. Yeah, they lock up early. They don't want people coming over. Um, they don't they don't advertise the Resurrection Mary story. If anything, they're like, there's no ghost here. I don't think any cemetery would though, because you get a lot of people vandalizing tombstones and graves. And yeah, you get uh, people cutting heads off chickens and shit. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> the cemetery right over here, on uh, by me. One time I was driving past it, uh, one of the side streets, there's like dead chickens with their heads cut off in the middle of the street. Yeah. So. It's a religious thing for a lot of different religions. I'm, I don't want to talk too much shit on it. <laughs> Especially since uh, one of my fa- uh, family members was uh, practicing, was a practicing member of a religion that did do uh, sacrifices and stuff like that but it's mostly offerings to like your ancestors and stuff like that i don't want to dip in get into it because i'm not as well versed in it and i don't want to offend anybody <laughs> but like your santeria your orisha and everything like that they usually there is some form of like sacrificing like food and stuff like that to ancestors so they might go to the cemetery and since the cemetery probably doesn't let them do it in there they do it right outside and they leave offerings and stuff like that yeah, Resurrection Mary. Do you do you, do you think she's real? I think you know what. Uh, there's so many stories that you can't confirm or deny at this point. I think there were real accounts of her. I don't think any recently, just because how populated the area is now. Yeah, and I will say that the uh, first guy again. I forgot his name. I believe it's Jerry Salas. <coughs> but Jerry has been Salas t- or Palace. Palace. Jerry. See. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Salisbury steak. <laughs> You're hungry. I am hungry. I need a Snickers bar. <laughs> Not <an> advertisement. <laughs> but um, uh, Jerry Jerry's t- been telling that story since 1939, and there was never a sighting. He passed away uh, just recently. Couple, yeah, or no, might have uh, been a while, ago. a while ago, I believe. But you know, he's been telling that story since it happened. Rest in peace, Jerry. Rest in peace, man. Um, and hopefully, you're getting that dance with Mary. Maybe on like a halfway point. That's sweet. That is sweet, but um, he's the first one to ever tell a story. He's the first. It's it's the first confirmed sighting. No one's ever talked about seeing her before and or anything like that. And I believe she was buried in 1938 or 37, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, we don't. We'll never know because we don't know which Mary is the real Mary, mm-hmm. or even if her name is Mary. Uh, funny, interesting story is that when the music style changed. She stopped going to the ballroom. That's interesting. So that means she's more like a... She's not a, a residual ghost. Well, she really couldn't be a residual ghost if people are dancing with her. And she's, right, exactly. And she's communicating. She's a straight-up true spirit. Yeah, she's... She's pretty sentient. She probably walked in, heard Kanye West, and said, All right, I'm going to dip out. <laughs> she gave me money! I'm sorry. And she I thought just, it was I, Ray, and she thought it was Ray. She thought it was Ray Charles. I like Ray Charles. And I saying, damn it, no, I pe- can't dance. Pe- to this. People are probably screaming at me, but I just I never like Kanye. It's fine. Maybe maybe she heard a K- Katy Perry song and she's like, uh no. Yeah, fireworks not something I would be. Cardi B to. came on and Oh, I love Cardi B. Cardi B came on. She's like, Well, I'm going back to my grave. <laughs> <laughs> but um when the same Mary when the music style changed uh believe in like a lot of the stories that started in like that occur in like the late 40s um early 50s she's not really seen in the ballroom that often and then once the 60s starts she's not in the ballroom at all 
Makes sense. Because at the pretty sure they started using the ballroom for other events. I mean, I went to a UFC fight, and I'm pretty sure they had other. Uh, it was still a dance. Hall. I believe it was still a dance hall for a while. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they still had like dances, and but I'm pretty I, sure they had proms there too. An interest, but it is interesting that like she's not really into this. The the her her the if it is residual or if there is an energy that she's responding to, it doesn't the the certain vibrations and the tones and whatever. So like um. Oh my god, I'm I'm blo- basically for each genre of music or each style change to music, there is a frequency change because the chords and the keys and everything like that that they're using switches over or a lot of times is somewhat adjacent or they'll switch to a minor key from a major key and a lot of new uh, generational musical changes. Mm-hmm. So it could be argued that whatever vibration or whatever frequency her spirit is operating on doesn't match well with the current with newer styles of music mm-hmm. so she doesn't hang out there and now the building's gone so yeah it's it's no longer there's nothing there it's gone to burn down it's gone i was a little depressed when that burnt down i don't think they have any plans to rebuild it i uh, know i mean there's no point so well i don't know if i'm gonna add this on to our archer avenue episode or i think I? this could be its own episode like it's own like, like mini episode yeah this is this is definitely gonna be a mini episode leading into the Archer Avenue episode. Archer. Another thing about the Archer Avenue episode is the uh, nuclear reactor. Uh, maybe she... That is right around uh, 1939. They started testing things in about 1942. That is right around when the uh, lab for the nuclear reactor and the first nuclear fission experiment occurred in that area. And uh, around that time, that might have hypercharged her spirit to the point where she as one of the few things few people that died in that area when that was occurring it could have just supercharged her and that's why she's such a prominent ghost and she's got all this extra physical oomph to her i think she's just not hearing the music she wants to hear yeah but um plus people go looking for her you're gonna find her if you're going looking for her well yeah because you know she's i feel like you need to be driving down archer at like 3 30 in the morning not even paying attention to it yeah i would say so because archer avenue uh after we recorded our archer avenue episode i actually did drive down archer dude it's creepy as fuck yeah it is uh especially when you get past the uh ashbury you're on this long stretch just go like through forest and me and lauren were like uh no. Are we going to do... We'll do our filming of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go hop out there. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, I'm just going to treat this like a normal episode. So uh, this is the... Uh, yeah. This is the end. Yeah. Leave a, um, <laughs> if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. And if you're lucky... I'm just kidding. If you leave a five-star review, we will put you in an episode. We'll give you a shout-out. All right. Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, rate, subscribe. Share with your friends. Please subscribe. We're not desperate, but we are. I am very desperate. I want to be famous. (laughs) (laughs) Feed our crave for attention. Feed me. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time. I'm Eric. I'm Zach. Have a good one. (laughs) Totally wrong. You didn't catch me too. (laughs)